going back to your expectations oh. uh, mm-hmm. with with China, uh, I guess so you you were surprised with people seeing you. You weren't surprised with like the food shock. Um, was there something that let's go to like uh, something that you like really are going to take away from this year? Something that you're going to appreciate maybe more about China or appreciate more about Canada? Something that because when you travel, you get perspective. When you live in another country, you get a different perspective. So like for my own for my own money, I really like the directness of of China, where like. They don't really care about being passive aggressive. Like, my kids would be like, "Miss McQueen, you're fat." And they, they just you know, like they are blunt. Yeah, and like, but I pr- appreciate that, right? Whereas, like in Canada, it's very passive aggressive, and you dance. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice to see you. Mm, it's not nice. You needed a vegetable. Yeah, or it's or it's like salad. It, or it's like it's so great to see you, and you just hate that person so much, and you're just like, whatever, right? Whereas in China, it's a little bit more. I find a little more straightforward. A little more straightforward. A little more blunt. A little more. Clear cut. I always wonder how much of that is just the fact that they maybe don't have like the English skills. Yeah, to... could, that's very much part of it. Like, yeah. but uh, I was just wondering what's something that that you will take away, I guess, and appreciate. Yeah, or just like something that you'll notice that between like Canada and China, or like your a new perspective, perhaps. I think it's just like super refreshing that like teachers mm-hmm. are given so much respect in this yeah, country, yeah, yeah. and that's so not a thing at home. Yeah, like the idea that like our kids are actually, like, the worst thing you're going to have as a kid saying, uh, no, I'm actually not going to give you my cell phone. Yeah. Like... Jacob has this whole thing. He's like, my kids have never been that bad. Um, in my descriptions of some of the kids I've dealt with back in Canada, where, um... I don't know, dude. I really don't know what, what everyone's talking about. Like, I never I've, had anything that was that bad in I've any of my... anything bad happened in Canada in personally. No, but no. I think just, like, the difference is that, like, kind of parenting... These mm-hmm. days is like parents are more likely to believe their own child versus the adult, which mm. can be good in certain instances. Sure. Um, but like you have a parent teacher conference or like you call a parent and you're like, hey, just, you know, like this, your child's like mm-hmm. has been behaving well, he hasn't handed in assignments. And like the parent is automatically defensive and it's like, well, why aren't you giving them more time? Why aren't you doing this? And it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like kids are a lot more babied in Canada. Yeah. You don't think that? No. <laughs> there's so much hand-holding. No. Well, there's a lot of hand-holding here. There's a lot of hand-holding here. <laughs> but in, like, a different like, there's way. There's so much. But I think like, it isn't... Um, well, have you interacted with parents. the parents that much? Because I really haven't. That, that's, I'm asking it as genuine. I'm not doing Once. it to score points. Once. So. I haven't because yeah. the parent didn't show up to my interview. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Just, like, the level... Like, a weird sort of, like, level of respect. Like, I think if I did have an interview with the parent and was like, yeah, yeah your kid isn't doing this, they actually you take that at face value. Yeah. Versus at home where it's a lot more, like... Yeah. Well, I, just, no, I mean, my kid's perfect. There's a certain amount of thing here, too, because, like, you're an international teacher and you're teaching them English and you're kind of the expert and mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. most likely are not. I know that a lot of kids do parents do have a lot of english but like some of them don't and i've like i haven't met any of them but i have like seen them i've met them informally yeah uh and like it is kind of like you are the expert in that case so that does give you some power that i don't think you would have in in, uh you know north america as much like with with parents i mean possibly but like you think like if it's Mm -hmm. high school and it is a course where like like, if I had a kid of my own and yeah. they were taking physics, well, I know shit all about physics. If that teacher said, by the way, your kid isn't doing well, like, they don't do anything, yeah. they need to do this, like, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think because of my perspective, I am a teacher, I would believe that teacher. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of parents are just kind of like, my kid is perfect. 
Okay. <laughs> can't I, do any running. I guess this is the thing though. I've never really had experienced that. Really? So yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's I've not there, but I'm just stories. saying yeah. I think a big thing yeah. too, like, I one thing I have just sort of piggybacking on some comments there, like just today I was dealing with some students and they came to me like saying my mark's too low, can you improve it? And I just sort of said no. Like a very, I was very blunt with them. I'm like, you were sleeping in class, you did not prove this. You're not getting extra marks. And they said, okay. And they left. Whereas in North America, if I did that, there would be... Oh, parents would be involved. Principals well, yeah, There'd be a lot more, no, like, true. there'd be a lot more pushback from... from yeah. And that could be a language issue, right? That could just be straight up a language issue where the, 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 the student doesn't mm-hmm. have the ability to communicate. Mm-hmm. I would say are. I've had a lot of push... Yeah. I've had students who have pushed back. Leo, for example, yeah. like, asked me, he's like, why is my mark so low that's, in my final thing? And then he's like sir, I think I'm going to fail. Can you please, I need this to graduate. And I'm like, well, you should have, I told him, I'm like, you should have come to tutorial, come to all these different yeah. things. And he's like, I know, I will do better next year. Please do that. He like kept on, it took a while for it me to convince him. It can be persistent, so, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's just I'm, me. I mean, the pushback in terms of like anger, if that makes sense. Where I've had mm. like, yeah, I guess so. I've, I, it's, it's more seem, it's more okay in North America to show emotions, right? Like it, it's, it's considered okay to be angry or to be mm, i don't know because i feel like it's generally I like they still show emotion I, I feel like it's just in a different way Maybe sure yeah and it's a way that i can't read it as well right so yeah. like whereas in like a north american student if they're angry i can tell like i've had kids like get up and slam the door and just wander in i'm like okay well i've had, I've had, I've had kids <laughs> in student in in china do yeah, that too so i had uh, one this year do that yeah um, yeah, he got he got angry and he walked and he just walked out of the room. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's just a lot more like the demonstration of the emotion is much higher. I feel like just in North America, like you know, just because there, it's more okay. In China, it's you lose face if you show. I think emotion. it's less frequent. Um, so. Because like I mean I've never taught like I've done like my placements in Canada and like mm-hmm. I did have good students like I didn't yeah. have a lot of yeah. Uh, like anger or anything like that, but I've had plenty this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it just seems to be like when like they do get emotional or they get mad, yeah. it's not like something like slamming a door. Yeah. It's like cornering you in a classroom yeah. or like a giant like. Well, that's my like, or it's like the boys who have like a giant twenty brawl fist fight, yeah. and it's like it's kind of like they get to a snapping point. Yeah. Yeah. And it's way more extreme than if like you know they did just when they were upset leave the room and slam the door. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, is, like, when the student did it, I wasn't, like, angry at him or upset no. at him. It was just more like, ah, shit, somebody should probably know where he is. What are you talking about? This kid who, who got angry and he left my room, he, like... He oh, likes, he I was like, like why are you... But I'm just saying, like, I, I'm just saying, I, I feel like it's too generous of a statement to say, like, all the students are something like that. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit more nuanced, than that. Sure, but that's I think, that's yeah. my experience. That's what I'm saying. I would say just from my exper- from my experiences in teaching back at home, briefly, briefly, I would find that the students here are much more respectful and more reserved mm-hmm. when it comes to how they interact with teachers I compared agree to with that. compared to how they deal with North America. I'm not saying that they're like mm-hmm. you know horrible assholes back at home. It's just in terms of like the level of response that I've seen from students, it's just heightened in North America. And you have parents who are more involved because they can speak the language and they're, they're part, they're close and they're close too. Like a lot of our kids are 500 kilometers away from their hometown and their parents literally can't come to see you. Like they're busy. They can't come talk to you. So it's, it's just the kid here. So, you know, okay, what do I do then? 
So, whereas in Canada, you can phone the parent, you can phone the mom or dad and be like, your son or your daughter is blah, blah, blah. And be like, I need to talk. That happened multiple times. I had a practicum of only four weeks. It was only a month. And I, ha- I talked to five parents during that time. Because it was the most efficient way to get them to do something. Mm-hmm. Whereas in, in China, for two years... Phones talked, don't exist. I've talked to one person. <laughs> one. It's harder to get in contact. And they came to yeah, me. Yeah, no, They came to me, too. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, well, some interesting ideas. Yeah. Um, it's cool, though. Have you, have you ever punched anybody, Jacob? No. We, we, talked, we talked about this with Wyatt. I've never been in a fight before. Have you ever punched anybody intentionally? I've slapped someone. Like, have you have you wow. have you physically hurt somebody with intent to hurt them? Yes. There you go. Wow. All right. No, I'm sorry. I've... You have a brother. Yeah. How have you we never? Don't, we don't really. F- They're good not at fucking two shoes, is what it is. They like wrestle, but that's not really the same. I'm not looking to injure. Have you ever done it out of anger? Wrestle. I guess that's a big question. No, ever... Not really. What do you do when you get angry? Do you get angry? He gets yeah. angry. He definitely gets angry. I've seen him angry. I. Go in my room and listen to uh, Enya. Like if you're angry at me. I go in my room and I listen to Enya. Mm. He has been angry at me. Oh, I'm sure he has. Yeah. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Yeah. Not nearly as much really? as he thinks, though. you've never injured no. me. No, no, not intentionally. No, I've never gotten in a fight. Uh, I mean, I've never injured I've a significant said this before. other intentionally, I but I've hurt fight, all Jacob. of them. I've said this before, but I didn't know until... Like sophomore year of high school, that you're supposed to, you're supposed to thumb on the outside instead of the inside. I was taught that. I learned that from a uh, being backstage in a uh, in the pit orchestra when they were talking about stage fighting. Gets rowdy back there. The well, no, the the director he was saying like, now remember, guys, you don't want to you want to punch like this, you want to punch like this, because if you do this, you'll break your thumb. And I'm like, that makes sense. But no, I never got in a fight or anything. And I've also never in, unintentionally or intentionally hurt uh, a significant other. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a proponent of uh, occasional bouts of violence, personally. I think awkward it's, silence. I think it's like in, in, a, in a controlled and safe manner. I think it's very healthy. Um, that's why I, don't, I like... I like I think it's it's a, a useful tool to know. To know... Like, hurting somebody is something that we often do unintentionally, right? Mm-hmm. That's something that we... All, and frequently emotionally and, and sometimes physically. But, like, knowing when you do it is really important, too. Like, when you're a kid, you learn... Like, little kids, right? Will do things... Like, mean things. And they'll go, wait a minute. Like, I can be mean to somebody. And, like, that's sort of fun to be mean to... Like, oh, you're, oh, you're stinky. Yeah, yeah. Right, making fun of them, right? And they're they're playing. Hold on, they're playing with an emotional set of tools, right? They're learning. I can be verbally mean to somebody and make them feel bad. I can make them cry. I can do something, and that's a tool set that you use, right? Like if you don't like somebody, most of the time you denigrate them or you hurt them um, with words. You don't physically punch them. We don't really learn how to physically hurt somebody because it's seen as like the last thing or like a thing that's bad. But I think in a controlled manner it's very useful as a way of like dealing with feelings of like frustration, like me and my dad, he taught me how to box. And so if we got into an argument, we would box each other. 
we'd have our gloves and it was controlled and safe and we knew what we were doing. But I know how to throw a punch and I know how to hold back on punch so I can hit somebody and not actually try and hurt them. That's fine. It's just, I think that's it's, fair. I think it's something that's like, it should be explored more. Because okay. it's something that, like... I would say that I would, because I do... I'm not saying go and punch people this isn't, and go hurt people. This isn't, isn't a, this isn't a, a... This is more like a a internet fact, yeah. like PH fact, yeah. because I don't really remember where yeah. or where I was listening to it or what. But, like, there's evidence to suggest, like, that whole thing, like... Punch a pillow. If you're angry, maybe, punch yeah. a pillow. Doesn't and then do that, anything. like, well, it, like, reinforces the idea of, like, you should use anger when yeah. you're... Or you should you should you should be violent when you're angry, which yeah. is something that I would say I no, don't, don't really want a bunch no. of people who have internalized this idea of like oh when I'm angry I need to hit things yeah. like that's no that's that's, that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying in a controlled think. manner like understanding like what... but I mean punching a pillow is controlled. It's not really though because you're told to go punch it because you're angry. I was told that by my parents. Go punch it. Well, how is punching during boxing any different? Because you're learning a skill while you're doing it. You're learning. Okay, this is something that I can use to control. This is learn. I can do blah blah blah. I can do this. Just like when you're teaching kids when they're a young age, you're like, no, don't say that to somebody who's maybe different because that hurts their feelings, right? And we tell we tell them these rules, but we we they still try and 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 do things differently. Like when we're mad at people, we insult them. We we yell at them. We we do those things. We're not supposed to do that. It's not healthy. We're turning our aggression into belittling or hurting somebody with our words. How is that something that we should be learning too? I, it's about like learning how to control those things and say like this is a way that we can express them. If that makes sense. Yeah, totally. But I don't see how boxing somebody, how fighting somebody. Like I know you're a proponent of duels too, and I'm not saying I disagree with that. There's like Gilgamesh, the very first yeah. uh, myth of. Yeah humanity yeah. he his best friend enkidu yeah. he fights yeah, he for like yeah. literally two weeks yeah. or something that's a very manly thing usually yeah. like have you found that guys have to like fight each other i've always heard that but again i've never been in a fight so i have no idea it's a I, I thought, i've never personally experienced the whole like guys have to fight each other yeah I'm kind of a girl i have a sister <laughs> but my sister has a lot of anger and yeah. like she channeled all of that into playing rugby in high school which right. is pretty aggressive but that yeah. was kind of how she would deal with yeah. like being frustrated mm-hmm. and stuff yeah i don't know i think when it's something like boxing or like rugby yeah. it is kind of productive plus it also links into exercise which exercising if you're angry yeah. can be a good way to release that and if it is more aggressive mm-hmm. i don't see that as being a like, bad thing yeah like i'm not saying i think like, that's a healthy I'm not way saying, to deal like, with it go out and fight people my my point is is that like it's it's something that like we're we have emotions that we deal with we have these things that we're we're struggling with and you respond to them in different ways a boy who's been taught from very young age that he can't cry that he can only use violence to express it is going to beat the living shit out of somebody mm-hmm. because that's a really the only way he knows how to express those feelings a, a woman who's taught by society that she can't do that and that she must uh talk with people or whatever is more likely to cry than say a man in that situation so why not teach both or allow the opportunity for both or find ways to control those in ways that are more meaningful or helpful if can I sense. can I can I read something to you? Go ahead. Uh, this is what this reminded me of. Uh, this is a secondary pick of the week, yeah. Mister Rogers' documentary. All right. What do you do with the mad that you feel when you feel, when you feel so, so mad, mad you could bite? 
when the whole, when wide, the whole world wide world seems world oh so wrong and nothing oh you so do wrong. seems very right. And nothing you do seems very right. What do, what you, do? do you do? Do you punch a bag? Do, do you, you pound some punch clay a bag? or some dough? Do you pound some clay or some dough? Do you, do you round, round up, up some friends, friends for a game of tag or see how fast you go? It's, it's great, great to be able, be able to stop, to stop when, you planned a thing that's when you've planned a thing that's wrong and be, and able, be able to do, to do something, something else instead and think this song. I can stop when I want to, can stop when I wish, can stop, stop, stop anytime. And what a good feeling to feel like this and know that the feeling is really mine. Know that there's something deep inside that helps us become what we can. For a girl can be someday a lady and a boy can be someday a man. I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. <clears throat> Looks like you just earned the $20 million. <laughs> feeling of control, which I feel that the children need to know is there. And it starts out, what do you do with the mad that you feel? And that first line came straight from a child. what I feel is a meaningful expression of care. Do you narrate it? I'm the host, yes. And I do all the puppets, and I write all the music, and I write all the scripts. Well, I'm supposed to be a pretty tough guy, and this is the first time I've had goosebumps for the last two days. Well, I'm grateful, not only for your goosebumps, but for your interest in, in our kind of communication. I 
end the program by saying, you've made this day a special day by just your being you. There's no person in the whole world like you, and I like you just the way you are.